Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. And welcome to the podcast. Like we said last week, we're getting into some information about social media. And at social media, sometimes it sounds fun. We think about, you know, the old days of just Facebook and MySpace, but it's gotten a little bit more deep and it's right. gotten a little bit more, uh, It's uh, I think we're in a vortex right now. And so we wanted to talk specifically today about parents and children and how to manage that social media connection that the, that the kids have, because they have, I'm, I'm telling you right now, the kids have social media accounts that you don't even know about. And yeah. the kids, they have, I mean, even if they have, a, they could probably have a burner phone. I don't even know. But sometimes yeah. kids yeah. know more about social media because you're still on, you're still on Facebook, everybody. But the kids are, are moving. There's new, there's new, yeah. new things out there and new platforms out there that, that I think we all need to know about. No, there's no question. Um, I got so tickled. I was in a restaurant not too long ago. And I watched uh, a lady hand her phone to her five-year-old to fix it. Mm. Yeah. The kid had to be five or six, right? And then she looks up at me and sees me looking. And she cracks up laughing. And she goes, I never can figure out how to do this, but she knows how to do it. And I mean, this kid could have been five or six. And I just started laughing. Yeah. And, I, and I told her, I said, it's pretty bad when our, when our five and six-year-olds know how to fix our phones and we don't. Right, exactly. But, it, but honestly, it's true. Uh, this gener- a lot of this generation has never known life without a phone in their pocket right? and in their hands. And, you know, you and I have talked about this, Allison, mm-hmm. over the last, as we prepared this material and been thinking about these podcasts. I mean, we grew up in an age where the phone was on the wall right. and you were lucky if the cord reached far enough to let you get into a closet to talk to your uh-huh. boyfriend for a couple seconds without your mom and daddy overhearing, right? <laughs> Exactly. And then you thought you were really fancy if you had a, if you had a phone upstairs. Um, and you know, like you said, you know, get the long cord so you can, you know, sit, sit down. But I actually was never one of those type of people that really enjoyed talking on the phone that much. I just, um, I didn't, I'm like, you know, you really don't have a lot to say. This is boring. I've got my, I've got other things to do, but now I think, you know, we're not without our phones for, I mean, I I lost my phone last week and I was a wreck until the next day to where I could find it and get it, you know, get a new, get a new connection. But it is funny, the younger generation have, it's almost like they were born with this innate sense of technology that we have absolutely no concept of. And again, we've talked about this. It can be good, but it also can be um, a point of danger. And so we wanted to talk a little bit more about that today. Yeah, uh, last week we talked about, you know, social media, the good, the bad, and the ugly, but today we're kind of zooming in for parents, because I know I do a lot of, um, you know, I end up speaking a lot in educational situations, and a lot of times I get invited to come and do a session for parents on social media, Mm -hmm. and, you know, we have to understand that social media, as good as it can be, and as important, really, in the lives of our Mm -hmm. technology, our kids have to know technology. They have to. They're never going to be able to get out of college or high school if they don't understand basic technology, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, we have to, especially when it comes to social media, um, we have to be able to set safeguards for our children in order to protect them. And this is not just a hand them the phone and say, you know, happy birthday. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, this is, wait a minute, 
what what technology do you have in your house that is that accesses the outside world and brings it into your house and and you connect to it uh and you might be surprised to, to realize that it's more than just a phone there's there's all sorts of devices from gaming consoles to all other kinds of things that connect your kids mm -hmm. to the outside. So I think that for parents, it's important for us to say, okay, you know, what is it? Uh, how can I protect my kids on social media? Uh, because Allison, you're right. A lot of them have separate accounts uh, mm -hmm. under, and the parents don't know about these accounts and um and all kinds of things really hard you know rough things happen online mm -hmm. there's a whole world out there where kids connect in that space that's very different than school or sports or clubs right. or whatever yeah and you know like you said as 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 helpful as it is um a tool even for schools to use technological platforms to be able to communicate and i'm sure the kids i didn't like this i mean are, you remember trying to intercept the report card uh, before it came in the mail or trying to, um, you know, to kind of, you know, not maybe, okay, uh, you don't want to, you don't want to tell your parents you got your report card in your lunchbox. And now the report card comes right to their phone. Your right. homework, your homework assignment comes right to the parent's phone. And yeah. so this, the, you know, that I think maybe the, the students are, or, and children are already, already like, well, you know, my mom's everywhere, you know, technology is everywhere, but I think that's where they need to be. Um, yes. and you wouldn't invite and, and, we talked last week about how easy it was with one click on Instagram. I could find so many inappropriate yes. uh, walls or so many inappropriate accounts and yes. open account. And, and if it's me that doesn't know technology, how much more um, can a student and you wouldn't let that you wouldn't let somebody walk through your door and offer a magazine or a book or a video to your child. But that's right. what you're doing. Like you said, every time you you put a phone in their hand you're bringing it into your house. And so how do you connect and how do you still have a good relationship with your child? Because I think a lot of people are worried about that yeah. as well. Oh, absolutely. Because parents are terrified that, yeah. you know, they're going to ruin the relationship with their child. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah. um, I think sometimes we have to be careful that we don't let our children manipulate us into, mm -hmm. um, into making decisions that are not the best for them. Um, and, you know, we, there's that, there's the big question. Well, how, how soon should we give our kids their phone? And they, boy, you could ask that in a room of parents, and I promise you, you'll get a hundred different answers. Um, but I do think we ought to have some guidelines as parents. You know, okay, wait a minute. Um, you know, when am, when is my child going to get a phone? And when they do get a phone, what type of phone will that be? What kind of access mm -hmm. will it have? What kind of parameters can I set up on that phone to protect my child? Um, yeah. And because honestly, when you think about it, in the world of, in the online world, kids face bullying. Mm. Um, you know, we've seen those numbers escalate as we've gone into the COVID lockdowns and everything. School's been canceled and kids are now all online. Mm -hmm. And we've watched the, the, the bullying of the cyber bullying even explode even more. And it was already a, it was already a big deal. And so you know, there's this all this whole thing that goes on online, and and the from cyberbullying to questionable activities, uh, to you know, almost every kid I've talked to has had some sort of a stranger, let's call it a stranger online, reach out to them in a way that made them feel uncomfortable or the way that made them feel like I'm not safe with this person. Um, 
And so you've got all of the predators out there. Yeah. Okay. So you've got the bullies on social media. Then you've mm-hmm. got the predators on social media that are looking for your child to post. Oh, I'm standing here at the mall with my friend Allison, and we're over here doing this. Well, wait a minute. You know, you've just told him exactly where you're at. And yeah. a lot of our a lot of our young people don't like, well, what's the problem with that? Mm. Uh, and they've got these open accounts. Um, they allow the, they allow themselves to be tracked on these accounts at, so their friends can see where they're at. But what they right. don't understand is their friends are not the only ones watching. Right. And exactly. so, so I think, Alex, you made a great point. Parents wouldn't do this in the real world. Right. Right. Um, and so we have to be careful that we don't do it in the online world. Mm-hmm. And we have to be careful that we set up some parameters, not only educational, we need to be able to teach our children, hey, look, this is not, maybe this is going to happen. This is going to happen online to you yeah. sometimes. Sometimes you're going to click on something and end up in a place you didn't mean to go. Mm-hmm. What do you do? What? Yeah. Somebody's going to reach out to you that you do not know and mm-hmm. want to become your friend. What do you do? How do you respond? Yeah. Yeah. Somebody is going to say something to you that's bad or ugly or mm-hmm. mean or cruel on social media. How do you, how do you handle that? How do you handle that? Exactly. Yeah. You know, and obviously somebody's going to ask you for more information or they're going to try to connect with you in a real intimate or a personal way mm-hmm. that is totally inappropriate or that is, um, that is a, a means to get somewhere with you and right. you need, and we need to educate our children. Wait a minute. Let's be careful what we say, what we tell online Mm-hmm. So that we're making sure that I'm, we're being protected as much as possible. Exactly. And I think there's another there's another point. The time for these conversations is before it happens. Right. I think so many yes. times, so many times we say it's a leaky roof all over again. When you're in the moment and you. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They, they get in this problem. When you're, you know, when you're in the moment and you're talking to your children, you've already had to grab their phone and rescue them from, you know, whatever scary or whatever bully or whatever, and they're angry at you, they're not going to reasonably listen when you now you try to lay out the, you know, the, the, the problems and the dangers. And so it's before this happens or before they're before there's a struggle and before there's an emotional, you took my phone away, you hate me, you know, conversation, which is, that's going to happen. I mean, we, we've all been teenagers and we've all known teenagers and that, that emotional response is going to happen. But the time for those questions is before. And I think you had a good point about maybe just setting up a contract or some boundaries. Oh, absolutely. I think that what we have to realize is um, as parents, I think before you hand off a piece of technology, whether and obviously the phone is the number one way. Uh, kids don't talk on phones as much as they post and connect on online on these phones. So I think when you when you decide, you know, as a family, all right, we're going to give our child a phone. Um, I think then that phone has to come with a contract, just like a car comes with driver's license, right? Uh, when your kid gets turns old enough to go get in a car and go drive. There is a series of tests they must pass before they get into this car. And there is some experience they need to drive with a parent before they get handed the keys. And I think every parent in the world, at least at least most, okay, let's let's not let's not get uh, generalization too big because I know there's parents out there that are different. But I think most parents 
they're not just throwing their kids the car keys and saying, hey, go. Um, You know, we we don't do that. We're like, hey, no, 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 no. We're going to go do this. We're going to take the class. You're going to pass the test. You're going to drive drive with with me. me. That's right. And we're going to have, and so I think, okay, why would we do that in a vehicle? Well, because you Mm -hmm. say rebate is dangerous. They could get killed in that vehicle. And you know what? It is so many dangers online that we need to treat phones and technology with the same respect that we treat a car. And so I think for our kids, okay, we need to make a contract. Not only is there educational teaching and training, but there's also, you know what? We're not just going to hand you this thing and Mm -hmm. it's yours to do what you want to with. There's going to be a process where we do this together. And then I think as our young people mature and as they get older, um, yeah, they're, they're able to, hopefully they're able to handle more responsible privilege because they're able to handle more responsibility. And that's a huge mantra that I use a lot is that with privilege comes responsibility. And so I think we need to say, okay, here's the contract. Mm-hmm. with your technology this is it yeah. and when you break the contract these are the these are the consequences of a broken contract right and um and i think boy as parents i think we need to stick with it and That's i have heard some great contracts through the years mm. that parents have just set up some boundaries for their kids that not only protect them from some mm-hmm. things but online but also protect their kids from getting sucked into yeah. all i can do is look at my phone Yeah. Um, A friend of mine had to kind of had to pull back um, some Mm -hmm. of the uh, some of the social media privileges that she had given her, I think, 13 year old. And it was interesting because 13 year old had an Instagram account, normal Instagram account that the mom could access. And that was good. But then she had also opened another one because she's 13 and she can. And they're basically hackers these days. And she she opened up a second account, which her mom found. And so her mom said, "Okay, fine. We have to scale back on your, you know, on Instagram, social media, you know, technology. And so she had a time limit. Um, You can be on social media or in the living room at this time. And then at, you know, 730, you're done. The phone's away. The tablets are away. And so it was funny because at 730, she put her tablet away and stood up in front of her parents and said, okay, entertain me. And, and it was funny because they were like, oh, wait, you know, um, but it had, it had created, they were like, okay, so let's pull out some games. Let's pull out because she held up to her end of the bargain. She put the tablet away. She put the phone away. And then now she's saying, okay, now you've got to do something. You've got to give me something. And parents, and thankfully they were ready for that. And they didn't, they didn't just give her the phone back and say, we're bored. We don't know what to do with you, you know? And, and she said, it's created some really neat family moments of, you know, um, game night or, or, or that type of thing. Some more connection. And, um, and I think that the teenager as a 13 year old can be was snarky about it at the beginning and maybe a little bit challenging, but they rose to that challenge and it's created some good family moments for them as well. So I thought it was, a, it was good on both ends. Oh, absolutely. You know, I know, I know a dad who has a contract with his kids when he gives them the phone, he has an, it's, it's an automatic deal. The phone at 10 o'clock every night, Mm -hmm. all devices go on the kitchen table. If the device is not there by 10 o'clock, Dad says, I'm going to take the device mm-hmm. and the next day it's mine. And yeah. I will respond to all text and phone calls <laughs> that you receive. Yeah. And, and I mean, he's so true to his word on this. And because he's like, my kids are not taking phone in a bedroom at night. 
And, and, and that's, so that's a huge flag for parents. Mm-hmm. And, you know, well, they're just charging it. No, they're not. Yeah. No, <laughs> no they're not. Yeah. It can charge and be used at the same yes. time. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's an opportunity to say, okay, all devices go on the kitchen table mm-hmm. and it allows, it, it's kind of that, okay, that timeout. We're done mm-hmm. with social media for yeah. the night. We're done with being glued to our phones. Yeah. Uh, we're done with this. And, and I think we can see everybody knows your kid. And you know that maybe some kids have a tendency to just to, to fall headlong into these to these tech. And I'm going to say it's not just phones. We've got kids yeah. who now, after so many days at home, they're all they do is play games online. Yeah, and exactly. for hundreds of hours, you know. And it's like, okay, wait a minute. No, I got to get my kid out of the bedroom and off of that. You know, we need to unplug this for a while. Mm-hmm. And um, and so I think you know, getting phones technology out of bedrooms. Yeah. Getting them into general family spaces uh, right. is important. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think is protective to the child, uh, creating yeah. limits and boundaries of how much those phones can be used, how often, when mm-hmm. they can be used. Um, yeah. That's important. Um, but also, I think, you know, man, I'm just going to go back to this. Um, once it's online, yeah, it's forever out there. Right. And I think sometimes kids forget uh, this in their immaturity. So photos, videos, mm-hmm. and comments that are made online can't be taken back. Right. Usually exactly. you can't grab them. And you know, it's okay. Well, Snapchat, you know, Snapchat, it's gone. It disappears. Um, but, but we've already learned it doesn't really disappear. People have hacked right. that thing and been able to pull some of that stuff back up. Mm-hmm. And so I think even when a team thinks something has been deleted, um, it's not, it's, it's not, you know, it's not gone. It's, yeah. So I think helping our children understand what is appropriate, what is inappropriate, mm-hmm. yeah. photos, uh, pictures that could damage their reputation, right. that could cause problems years later, uh, even when a, a, an employer or mm-hmm. a college admissions person right. is yeah. looking at your profile and they do, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, you know, and does a background, a little bit of a background check. Um, you know, we just really need to teach our kids that what we do in person, mm-hmm. if, if I, I mean, I, I don't want to be crude here, but I want to make the point. If it's not okay for your daughter to take her shirt off in, in Walmart, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's not okay for her to take it off and take a picture and post it on social media. Okay? Exactly. You know? Right. I mean, yeah. And there are spaces that should still be private, even if it's online. Um, the bathroom yeah. photos, bedroom photos are, 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 are always concerning. Um, yeah. not just for, not just for, um, um, appropriate reasons or whether that's inappropriate or appropriate, but yeah. it's also looking at when they're constantly looking at the picture that they just taken, they don't like it. They try to take another picture. They don't like that when they try to take another picture or, and you know, and it, and it creates this, this image of, I, I have to be perfect. I have to be perfect. And so you think about it just from an appropriate standpoint, it's not healthy, but even from a psychological standpoint, it's not healthy when you, when you pinpointing the, the flaws or when, you know, when it now for Facebook, like if I, if somebody, you've got Facebook memories that come up, you know, 11 years ago, you said this, or 11 years ago, you looked like this. And I'm not a big, huge fan. Cause I'm like, boy, was I stupid. Um, or, or yeah. I'm like, well, I sure did look better 12 years ago because right, less yeah. wrinkles and all of that. But teenagers these days are looking at their photos and they don't like the pictures from last weekend because they're not 
perfect. And so they're constantly yeah. updating these photos. And it's sad because it on their in their psychological development, they're they're never they're never good enough. So even yeah. even that um, is is one of those things that that families have to look at and families have to deal with. That's why I'm so, I'm, I was really passionate about a parent who's saying, you know, I want to protect my child's privacy. I want to give them their space. But, you know, to, to that point, if your child is walking across the street in front of a bus, you would grab him and pull him back. Um, and that's, I feel like that's the same thing with, uh, with your, your monitoring social media. It's, yeah. it's dangerous. It's just as dangerous, has just as many long-term um, dangers online and things that you can't see. See, the good thing about a bus is you can see it and hear it. The good, the bad thing about social media and, and the internet is you don't know where the dangers are coming from until, until they're right on top of you. And so I don't want to be alarmist, but at the same time, yeah. I think we do need to sound an alarm when it comes to our responsibilities as parents and, and no, absolutely. And, you know, a lot of times, and I know Allie, you get asked the same question, you know, a lot of people have seen the movie taken. And so they're like, okay, can that happen to my daughter online? You know, can my daughter is, are these things that happen? And it's not to say it can never, ever happen because I actually know of a situation that was, mm -hmm. you know, kids got online and, and, um, there was a, a fake boyfriend and he wasn't real. And, and he was actually a predator and there was a whole entire situation there of, of trafficking. Um, but yeah. you know, a lot of times it's not a trafficking situation. Um, that's not the greatest danger uh, yeah. necessarily for online, uh, but things that you mentioned sometimes are much more dangerous for our children uh, because what happens is that we 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 do we it's a real downer to get online because we see what other people have that we don't have. We mm -hmm. see photos like you said that we're not okay with. Um, one kid's making fun of another kid and they feel bad about now, you know, man, that picture goes up and suddenly now there's all these comments mm -hmm. and people are laughing and they're mocking. And, you know, what is heartbreaking is that we've had so many children take their lives mm, yeah. over things and their parents have said, we don't understand what mm. went, what happened. Yeah. And after the fact, they've learned that there was this whole thing that went down on social media and their child could not recover from that thing and felt like they couldn't live any longer. Mm. And yeah. what a sad commentary and what a heartbreaking end to a sweet child's life mm -hmm. uh, over things that are going on on social media. So for me, this is what I think is important for us to say at the moment. And it's so easy for me to say this because I don't have a child. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. So, okay. So I'm just going to lay that out there right. um, yeah. because I think being a parent is maybe one of the hardest jobs in the world. And because it takes so much stinking time mm -hmm. yeah. to do this well. But if you're going to give your kid a phone or a, or a piece of technology, I think you have to be committed to the time it's going to take to protect yeah. them in that yeah. place because yeah. you're really literally sending them into a world mm -hmm. by themselves if you don't right. yeah yeah um and you're sending them into a world that you know nothing about all by themselves and mm -hmm. i just think this is so dangerous and that they can navigate so much better than you and mm -hmm. and so you wouldn't know how to you wouldn't know how to find yeah. them if you if you're not if you're not connected if you're not no and i that's, think that's yeah. that's the big deal is you know hey wait a minute if don't give a kid a phone you don't know how to operate yourself right yeah don't mm -hmm. give them a piece of technology that you don't know what it does. Right. Exactly. You know, um, 
you know, find out what social media platforms do they want to be a part of. And, mm-hmm. and like I said, I, I just, I don't buy, I mean, I, I read all this stuff online about, oh, they, they, they have their privacy. No, they don't. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, I, you know, I know we always say, well, when I was growing up, you know, but honestly, yeah. I mean, my, it was, my parents didn't even have the time. To let me keep my door closed. Right. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's like, no, yes. no, no, you don't yes. need your door closed. Are you changing clothes? Okay. Then you don't need your door closed, you know, but it was this big thing where, you know, we want this world where we can isolate. And I think mm-hmm. that can be dangerous for a lot of kids. Yeah. So, so mom, dad, you're listening and you're thinking, okay, smart people over there. Y'all don't, y'all want us to do this and this and this, what do we do? And honestly, um, you know, we hope that's not how we're coming across because no. we can only imagine. And, and I know from dealing with the young people that mm-hmm. we deal with, there's so much into this, but right. I think yeah. teaching our kids to be nice online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I really think bullying is not okay. Mm-mm. And it's, and a lot of times parents are like, well, my kid would never do that. Oh, really? <laughs> so yeah. I think, you know, even as parents getting educated, get a contract, learn the kids technology, mm-hmm. but beyond that, we need to be teaching our kids how to be safe online. Yeah. So I think one is teaching them to be nice. Mm -hmm. to never post anything that would be hurtful or embarrassing to someone else. Um, And it's back to that golden rule a little bit, treat others as you would want to be treated. Um, Think twice before hitting enter. Okay. Can we just, I mean, we We need to take a minute. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, uh, and I think just thinking about things, even from a practical perspective, I get it. You know, kids are on vacation and they're posting all these videos. Mm -hmm. We're on vacation. We're doing this. Well, you just let a whole world know that you're on vacation and that no one's at your house. Right. Yeah. Even (laughs) something that simple. Exactly. Uh, And so I just think helping, helping our kids to, to guide our kids a little Mm -hmm. bit, being careful not to post from certain locations and tell people exactly where you're standing and what you're, you know, in the Mm -hmm. moment, uh, you can, you know, we still be a little vague. And then, um, I love this. This is not original with me, but I have used it so much. And I think it's, it's, it's so, it's so powerful. What would grandma say rule? Use the, what would grandma say rule? And this is what this is teaching kids not to share anything on social media that they wouldn't want their teachers, college professors. And ultimately in this case, their grandma to see. Oh, that's, that's a good one. Yeah. Yes. So what would grandma say? If you're getting ready to hit enter and post something, whether it be a picture or something else, I think we need to ask ourselves what it would grandma say. And if grandma Mm -hmm. would be, would, if grandma would die, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Then, uh, then, whoa, wait a minute, you know, let's stop. Um, you know, and and for years we've said, what would Jesus do? Mm -hmm. And I think that is important, but I think for, you know, not all of our kids though are so dedicated to following Jesus. Mm. I wish they were, but they're not. And uh, I think, so whether your kid is following hard after Jesus and would really connect with that, or whether they're, maybe they're not, and you're trying to connect them to something else that would make Mm -hmm. sense in their world. I think that's an easy way for you to say, okay, what would grandma say? And, um, about what I just posted and what I just did, um, privacy settings, know how to set them on their phone, know how to make sure they're, you know, even on their social media sites, you can go in and change the privacy settings from open to closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you know, Ali, I think this is probably the easiest one I ever talk about, but the yeah. one that seems to be the one most abused and that is don't say yes to a friend. That's a stranger. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, that's it's a surprising thing. I mean, there are sometimes when and you and I travel so much that people may friend us that we don't either don't remember or don't know. And so I always look, okay, do I have who are the mutual friends? Because that's one thing I think that's been very helpful for me. I'm like, I don't know this person, but they're a friend of Reba's, they're a friend of Lisa's, they're a friend of, okay, all right, you know what I'm saying? But there oh, are other absolutely. times that I've been, I've been friended from, by, by somebody before, I'm like, I have no idea who you are, um, I'm going to let this one go, um, and, I and not, it's, it's one of those things that if you don't have a mutual friend, and that connection is so important, and for teenagers especially, letting somebody, letting somebody else into their lives um, that might not have the same values as you, um, or that you, you don't know. It's, it's one of those, it's definitely letting someone, it's like, it's like literally opening the door and allowing somebody walk into your house. And, and you, you know, wouldn't re- do that. No, you really wouldn't. And, you know, uh, in this case in New England that I was, um, you know, got involved, I, I was, I was asked to be involved in, and I really didn't, I was sad to be involved in it, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. But, um, you know, this was the case, this young girl, she friended uh, a good a guy on social media that she oh he's so nice looking and he's so this and he's mm-hmm. so that and he wanted to be friends with her mm-hmm. well isn't I mean I'm come on Allie that's exciting a good looking guy yeah. wants to be friends with you and yeah. now he starts talking to her and he mm-hmm. starts investing in her on social media and then he wants to meet her mm. right and she knows the parents aren't going to go they're not going to be okay with that because they don't know this guy so right. she lies to her parents and she goes to meet this guy at a coffee mm. shop in her hometown. She doesn't come home from school like she's supposed to. Wow, she tells yeah. her parents that she's got an after school thing, but all of her friends know that she's not really got an after school thing. She's mm-hmm. going to meet she's going to meet this guy. She shows up and there he sits, but shortly after there a woman shows up. Yeah. And joins the conversation mm-hmm. and this guy is actually just a front man for a trafficking ring yeah and the woman is person who's in charge and the next thing you know this girl is like hey let's go why don't we go and get something to eat that'd be great this girl is lured into that and the next Mm. thing you know she's in a house somewhere in that town with nine other girls Mm -hmm. and they've all been plotted the same way and this is what's so incredible within hours they were getting ready to load these girls up and leave with these girls. They had gotten their quota. They had done their thing. Mm -hmm. And parents, this parent, these parents are looking for their daughter. Yeah. And this girl has the wherewithal Mm -hmm. to talk her, her captures into letting her invite a friend to join them. Mm. And she takes a photo and posts it out to her friend with a, a an area that, that she knows the that friend knows can the friend recognize the location yeah. mm. that friend runs to the parents and says i just heard from her something's not right yeah. and that photo allowed the, the police and the fbi to find those girls mm. at the yeah. last minute yeah and you know so to, does that happen every day no mm. yeah is everybody on social media doing stuff like a that trafficker no yeah. no does mm. it happen Yes. 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 It does. And, and yeah. Yeah. So I think, okay, parents, you don't know. They don't know. So mm-hmm. let's let's get let's get serious about the social yeah. media. Let's get serious about these devices and these phones. Mm-hmm. And let's get these contracts and, and let's fight. Yeah. Let's do the hard work of fighting mm-hmm. the battle here and drawing the lines here because honestly, it, it could mean it could truly mean the lives of our children. 
It could. And I, you know, and even, even if it's not a trafficking situation, talk to your daughters and sons about their worth because they will, they will hear, like you said, they're going to hear bullying. They're going to hear comments. They're going to see photos of themselves that they don't like. And then that makes them a little bit more vulnerable too. That, that creates a vulnerability for when somebody they don't know says they're cute, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and leads down that path. But talking to them early on about their worth um, beyond just what a picture on social media is. So have these conversations when it's not emotional. Um, yeah. Just have these conversations at a good time. Sit down and, you know, take your, take your daughter and son out for coffee and say, hey, let's talk about, let's talk a little bit about, you know, about who we are and, and, and what, what social media is good for and what it is not good for. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, man, there's so many more things we could talk about today. We're going to kind of, I think, pull pull the plug on this for right now. But, um, you know, if you're a parent out there, man, we do celebrate the hard work that you're doing. Mm. We know that in the age that we live in, it's important for our kids to have technology. And yet at the same time, what a, what a war zone it is as parents to try to figure out how to help your kid in that world. Yeah. And so what I would love to see is as we start early, and as our kids began to grow into the privileges that we give them, that they're more able to meet the demands of that responsibility. And um, my prayer for them is that they find a great way to be safe, have fun, stay connected uh, online. Uh, and as parents, that you, you have a way to have fun with them in that zone. And yet at the same time, be a protector of them in that zone. Uh, so, uh, hopefully we've given you, there's a lot of great resources out there. Mm -hmm. So don't, you know, you can check things out. Uh, but, but don't, don't be afraid to, to protect your kids. Yeah. Do not be afraid to keep that door locked and, and, and and, and unplug for a minute. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. That's exactly right. All right. Well, it's been fun talking, uh, talking about a tough topic today, but we hope this will help you uh, no matter how old your kids are. And we're going to continue this conversation with social media. We've got a few more things that we're going to talk about. So continue to join us for the next couple of weeks as we kind of ping pong this uh, subject around just a little bit. Now, I think, Allie, if I remember correctly, next podcast, we're talking about online dating. Yes. And and that's that's gonna be a good one. Uh, be a good one. I have not be been able to. Nobody has swiped right on me on my fake <laughs> Tinder account. I'm just kidding. I'm totally joking about that. I don't even know how to do that. Okay. Um, so yeah, no, we will have some great tips for online dating. So that'll be yeah. Exciting. Or or yeah. So we're gonna have the discussions about that next time. So make sure you join us next time on the podcast as we continue this uh, fun discussion on social media. Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org and look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.